This show is going for Christmas. We're talking nothing but Christmas. You're sure to be sick of Christmas. Our jobs might disappear. Welcome to Collective Now's Christmas Hour. Ho, ho, ho! Welcome to the show! We are within a week, Zach. Can't you taste it? I Can't can. Can't you I'm taste so that excited. Christmas lunch? I mean, we're one week from Boxing Day sales now. We should do a Boxing Day special. Really? Why yeah. is that? Well, you know what I mean? Boxing Day is a big day. The test match starts, the Boxing Day sales are on, everyone's mm-hmm. sitting around having a Usually second. you say that you're quite yeah. upset on Boxing Day because Christmas is over. Yeah, Boxing Day is a bad day. It's a really sad day. It's like a funeral for Christmas. You know what I mean? We pack the tree away in the box and what sort of gear. And we put it in a box. Yeah. Put it down in the ground. <laughs> Say our goodbyes. Pay our respects. I mean, that's not my family tradition, but uh, maybe it is for some. Look, we uh, don't need to worry about boxing now, though, Zach, because it's still a whole week of Christmas festivities. And tonight on the show, I need to tell you about an awkward encounter I had with the shopping centre Santa and my mum today. I think they got in a bit of a fight. My mum, Judy, and a shopping centre Santa, which is a out of another shopping centre, Dom? I don't like you saying another shopping centre. Well, it has happened before. Let's not touch on that, hey? Let's just leave that story to itself. But look, I'll tell you what happened with mum and the the shopping centre Santa uh, after this. I think maybe mum is in the right, but I want your thoughts on it very shortly. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. You see Dom over here, he says that he's Mr. Christmas, but in reality, he actually has a very particular Mm. set of Christmas rules. Well, this is what you always say. As long as we've been, you know, friends, you have said to me that you are way too picky around how people have to celebrate Christmas. Mm. I don't know why you think that. Well, you have to put your tree up. In December, mm. your tree has to be decorated a very particular way. Yeah. It can't have Hang on tinsel. A Did you say you have to put your tree up in December? Yeah. Well, December I mean, one, isn't it? Uh, but you said in December. I mean, obviously you have to put it up in December. When else is it going to go up? Earlier. All oh, right. So I'm with you now. I thought you were going to say like January. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Now, remember, okay. it was like, not only you, yeah. you're upset if people go too early and too late. It has to be yeah. on December one. The sweet spot. Completely. Uh, Christmas music. Mm. It has to be very certain type of music. Christmas movies. You don't like well, to hear that Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Don't get them started. Not, it's not. A, no one watches that to get festive spirit. They watch it because, yes, it's a great film with a great plot and some great acting, right? But no one watches that to get in the festive spirit because that's not the function of the film. Don Do you know what I mean? has a very particular yeah. standard. Yeah, well, that's your theory. I just think I like to make sure Christmas is celebrated properly, right? That's all exactly. it is. That's exactly. No, no, no. This is no. exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Who says that Christmas mm. has to be celebrated a certain way? You do. Okay, well, you're a fan of gardening, aren't you? You love your gardening. You can't get enough of gardening. Sure. What if you saw somebody, I don't know, let's say, pooing on their, gra- on their garden yeah. to, instead of getting horse manure? You'd be like, well, that's weird. That's not how you garden. Garden I, properly. I would say, if that's in your house, you can do that <laughs> if you want to. If that's how you'd like to garden. Yeah. Okay, I don't think you would. If that was your neighbour, I think you'd have a problem with it. Oh, like, because of the smell at my house. <laughs> because it's <laughs> like, affecting me. So sure. you're yeah. commenting on people that have no effect on you whatsoever. I'm just I'm just saying that the whole pur- purpose of Christmas is it's a time of goodwill, of togetherness, of stopping the busyness of the year and realising what matters in this life and the magic that's everywhere. That's what Christmas is about, Then right? why do you get so upset about people doing their things 
the because, way they do. Because sitting down to watch Die Hard is your favorite Christmas movie doesn't fill your heart with that joy. Didn't you cause a fight at Christmas lunch once because people weren't celebrating the right way? Yeah, that, I don't want to touch on that one. That was, <laughs> yeah. that was an awkward Christmas. I just think if people actually engage with the season and engage with the festivities. The way you want them to. No, the way that they're intended to be engaged with. It'll just open your heart up to so much By festive who? joy. Hallmark? No, not Hallmark. It's all very commercial. Baby stuff Jesus. You like doing. I don't know. I don't know where this all began. I don't actually know where the Christmas stuff began. No, but you're, but this is the funny thing. You're into the commercial side. Yeah. The commercial stuff. Partially. I, it's a, it's a, you just get the vibe, you get the spirit and then you often go, but look, I want to, I want to prove that I'm not as bad as you say, not as rough on this one as you say. I want to know on 13, 10, 60, do you celebrate Christmas in a non-traditional way? And will it pass the Dom Fay test? He calls yeah. himself Mr. Christmas. That's it. How will he react to your non traditional Christmas celebrations. Maybe you do something a bit different with the tree. Mm. Maybe your lights aren't technically Christmas themed, but you put them up anyway. These are all things that Dom has spoken out about before. Yeah, that's true. We want to see if they'll pass the Dom Fay Christmas test. Oh, I will let you know whether or not it is in the spirit of Christmas. So 131060, give us a call. Do you celebrate in a non-traditional way? We'll start with Jackie on 131060. Um, Jackie, uh, what, what, do you, what do you do? G'day. Um, my viewpoint is you put the tree up, you've got to bring it down. So that's really annoying. So I generally decide if I'm going to put the tree up, it'll go up on Christmas Eve and down on Boxing Day. Oh, Jackie. Oh, wow. That was up for two days, Jackie. Why is that worth the effort? Why, why would you just, by the time you get to Christmas Eve, surely you're tempted to just not put it up at all. Very tempted. Okay, Dom, does it pass your Christmas test? No way. (laughs) Jackie, you need at least three weeks of the tree up. At least three weeks. That's very efficient. One piece of tinsel. Yeah. Oh, Jackie. Just don't. I just. If seriously, if you're going to leave it that late, I don't really see the point. Do you know what I mean? Well, because it's still two days. Nah. Just. Leave, just don't put it up. Okay. You've got you need at least three weeks. Uh, Marie on 131060, what is your non-traditional way of celebrating Christmas? Oh, in uh, normally it's kind of tradition to open all the presents on Christmas Eve. Opening presents on Christmas Eve, does that pass you know what? the Dom Fay test? There's a few countries that do this as well as Norway, isn't it, Marie? That's, a, that's quite a European thing that people do. Yeah, I think so. It's very European. We do it both in Norway and in Denmark, so, yeah. Yeah, so what happens? Can you share anything? I've always wondered this about people, like the cultures that open on Christmas Eve. What do you do Christmas Day then? Like, what's the celebration on Christmas Day? Uh, Christmas Day is kind of, you go to your grandma for dinner or you just play with or set up your stuff that you got for Christmas. And, yeah. That's true. I guess it's the day. Not the day with family. It's a bit like yeah. Boxing Day is for, I guess, us. And I feel like this feels really Christmassy, having a Norwegian accent on the radio as well. Yeah, I'm It makes this. me feel like I'm in a snowy town, <laughs> enjoying a nice warm drink. Does it snow where you live, Marie? Oh, yes. It's too much snow right now. Oh. Oh. See, it's too, too hot much. where we live. Everyone's getting there. Oh. We're getting a white Christmas through Marie here. Uh, so... Christmas uh, presents on Christmas Eve. Yeah, no, that passes the sniff test. That's okay. That's fine. Yeah, I don't well, Dom's that. not going to ever speak against getting presents early. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's part of it. But also, that I think that is done with the best of intentions to celebrate festivity. Do you know what I mean? That's not done as a cop-out. It's not done out of cheapness. It's just done out of a festive spirit. So I'm happy with that one. <laughs> okay, that happy one passes. That one. Uh, Georgia on 131060, what's uh, your unusual way of celebrating Christmas? Hey, guys. Um, we don't actually decorate our Christmas tree anymore. 
Hang on a I second. like this one. So you Wait. just have, is it a plastic tree? Yeah, it's like one of those plastic trees. Yeah, so you've got a plastic tree that you still go to the effort of putting up. You just don't put any decorations on it. No, no, no. But, guys, I figured, you know, the only thing we need this year is just that scent of sausage by Bunnings. That's so <laughs> true. That's so true. That will, that's the only decoration anyone needs. Well, we should have made sausage by Bunnings little ornaments. That's, oh, that's a good yeah. potential there. Or I was thinking little rain gauge ones. That's, oh, that's we could do a whole thing. line. <laughs> I don't mind that. I mean, I, I, I do appreciate all the references you're making to the show here, uh, Lisa. But uh, Sorry, Georgia. But I have to say... Unfortunately, uh, that's no, that's a no. That doesn't pass the test. I like that one because it kind of looks like an indoor plant. Oh, of course you'd like an indoor plant. That's, that's a bit so of greenery. Good. No, no, no. You can't you can't put the trap and put nothing on it. Actually, I want to go back to Georgia. Georgia, did you put Christmas lights on it at least? Um, it actually does light up. Okay. So there you go. All right. You know what? I changed my answer. That's fine. If it has lights, you know, yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say you don't have to put them all down at the end. It doesn't stay up till June. Goes up, goes away in January. Okay. No effort. All right. Well, I, I, I do think if you got lights on it, that's fine. Because well, part Georgia, of the joy is just, around that. Dom is, he's going to speak out against the January put down. He's very strict on a boxing day no, dismantle. that's a personal one. I don't. Oh, like you, to, you're not yeah. enforcing that on everyone else? No, no, no. I don't like to look at a tree after boxing day. Too sad. Well, it's like looking at a corpse, isn't <laughs> oh, it? Geez. Well, no, it is. Have the you ever seasons. Seen a corpse? I, don't, I don't actually think they're similar. <laughs> I'm just saying the season's over. Mm. You know what I mean? mean? The corpse is wrapped in lights and tinsel, <laughs> maybe. Uh, here we go. Lisa on 131060. What is your untraditional way of celebrating Christmas? Uh, hi, guys. So every Christmas Eve, my auntie and uncle come over and a few family friends, and we order heaps of KFC. And then for Christmas breakfast, I eat all leftover chicken. Okay. This is a tradition in Japan. What? KFC at Christmas? KFC on Christmas. I did is not it? Know. Okay. Yeah. It's very popular apparently. So it's KFC. So KFC is not open Christmas day. You just get it the day before. Yeah. It's just been a tradition, I think, for 19, 20 years in our family. Christmas so Eve. So we live right near one and yeah. go Christmas, down and get some. Christmas Eve, KFC done. Well, this is an interesting one, Zach, Why because obviously it's two of my great loves, Christmas and KFC. So you'd have to be for it then, wouldn't um, you? Do, Do you, you, we've never yeah. really talked about what you eat on Christmas. I imagine though you're just as strict because yeah. usually it's about the decorations. Yeah. The, the, the catering doesn't matter to me as much, but you want, you have your turkey and you want to have your roast veggies and all that. You, you know, do like you know. a traditional type of thing. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. So how do you feel about KFC then? Well, Lisa, do you still do a big Christmas lunch or is, is that your meal for the day? No, we do a big Christmas lunch, all traditional, yep. all the right turkey or the vegetables or the desserts. No, I like that. Then that's good. That's a good one. I like the idea of having, you know, the, I imagine to Old you. Old world meets new world. The KFC drive through would feel Christmassy because of it, doesn't it, Lisa? It does. Yeah, it really does. that's what I mean. And so I'm totally on board with that one. And if I was not a celiac, I would be adopting that tradition this year. Yeah. I would be lining up to head through the KFC drive through on Christmas Eve. Because well, I like that. How about if Lisa said KFC for Christmas lunch? No traditional meal. Do you know what? The more I'm thinking about those 11 herbs and spices, I think you'd still get a yes out of me, <laughs> to be honest. He loves I'm, it. I'm just hungry now. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. I had an uh, awkward encounter with the shopping centre Santa and my mum earlier today, Zach. Uh-oh. Um, what? <laughs> Why, uh-oh? Why are you starting with an uh-oh? Well, you guys are like the bad boy trio, aren't you? <laughs> Isn't that your gang? Santa, Dom, and yeah. Dom's mum? Yeah, well, I mean, we are the it's, most fierce It's a new hip-hop group. 
that has potential. I know you knock it, mm. but seriously, that's the sort of thing that could go on to be massive. And then you'd be watching us like on Good Morning America or something, and you're like, bloody hell, I had my chance to be part of that, mm. and I missed it out. Yeah. Well, you're welcome to join us. The point is... Uh, instead of JC, you could be Faye C. Yeah. Because Dom Faye, Judy Faye, <laughs> and Christmas <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> well, look, we can work the finer details. But what happened was I, I was at the shops with uh, mum, dad, and my girlfriend, actually. And mum thought it'd be fun to get a, a Santa photo. Oh, shut up. What? Why are you saying this is your mum's idea? No, on this occasion... You get a Christmas photo with your mum every year. <laughs> Don't pretend it was your mum's idea. No. Own it. No, on this occasion, mum pulled us in. I, I had said on the drive-in, are we going to get a Santa photo? But when we got there, it was actually mum who said, come on, guys, let's go get the photo. Mm, okay. So we're going to get the photo. And like, uh, we're, we're, we're chatting to Santa and it's always a bit awkward. I don't know. Have you, when was your last Santa photo? Like in any context? Um, well, we took one, I think Collective Noun did a yeah. joke one. But besides that one, I was seven. Was that a joke one that Collective Noun took? The joke was because adults wouldn't do this. Okay, sure. Right. Well, that did you uh, think that was like, <laughs> oh, because everyone gets a photo with Santa? Well, no, I I just thought it was a lovely afternoon. I didn't think what a gag. But that's fine. We can see it differently. The the point is that uh, I went in with with uh, the the three of them. So the four of us go in. Santa's a bit surprised to see adults in there. You know, sort what do you of mean in there. Oh, isn't so it is kind of on a stage on display no, to everyone? This is a different one that they had where there were like three booths with different Santas in them. Do do people know this different Santa? <laughs> Uh, it's three shopping center Santas. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cause you know, obviously the real Santa's in the North Pole. So the three right. shopping center Santas there. Who are I've never workers. seen a shop with more than one in it. Yeah. No, that's what this place had, which is interesting. But anyway, so we go in and you know, Santa starts chatting to, to us. And once, once Santa realizes we're adults, sort of the ho ho like goes away a little bit. How Santa's, long did that take? Oh, five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and then Santa starts asking questions. It like, took him five seconds to figure out that you were adults. No, five seconds before he dropped the ho, ho, right, ho. Right. And just started saying, so what are you guys doing here? What do yeah. you want? Right. And we get the Good photo question. with Santa. And we, look, I've got my photo with Santa, so I'm happy. So we're walking out. But this is where the awkward moment occurred. Because mum tries to have a joke when Santa says, what do you want for Christmas? Mum says, can you stop giving bad kids coal for Christmas? It's really bad for, for the environment with climate change. Mm. And this is when Santa says a line that I didn't expect him to say. Santa said, oh, you don't believe that hoax, do you? What, the climate change one? <laughs> yeah. And then I realized Santa, or at least this the shopping center Santa, is a climate denier. Is a climate denier. Now, <laughs> what, yeah, <laughs> what follows is about a one or two minute chat between my mum and Santa about the merits of climate science, which really was the... I've never seen a Santa have that discussion before. Yeah, well, you're discussing surprising. science with someone who uses flying reindeer. So, yeah, that's just, <laughs> I mean, you could understand where he's coming from. Well, potentially, but because Mum then asked if he could make sure that his uh, sleigh was carbon neutral, um, and he said, you know, he got pretty upset about that. He said, what's wrong with the Christmas magic? Well, I thought, was... I thought the Christmas magic was a renewable <laughs> well, energy. I, I don't know. <laughs> Isn't that how he slays power? It, but by you, the belief of the Christmas spirit. But are you certain that there's no emissions from that? Hmm. I mean, I don't know. I'm not seeing the science. Right. But well, anyway, you're not burning anything, are you? Well, you'd hope not. Um, but then eventually the, the whole thing ended with Santa saying, I think you should leave so some kids can come in now. Yeah, good so, point. <laughs> we go to see I mean, Santa. I mean, I don't agree with all Santa's views from the day. <laughs> But I'm on board with that one. <laughs> so basically, mum and Santa end up in an argument about climate change and we got asked to leave. And that was my visit to Santa this year. Also, that's the second Christmas mm. display you've been asked to leave this year. <laughs> Shut up. Because you were asked to leave the My Christmas display for loitering without purchasing. Yeah, well, it made me happy to be in there. But apparently 20 minutes was mm. too long. Yeah. So I had to leave. Anyway, 
Hey, if you're listening, Santa, I'm sorry for wasting your time. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Yesterday, we were challenged to watch The Night Before Christmas. It's Netflix's new, mm. well, quote-unquote Christmas movie. What do you mean, quote-unquote? It's a magical Christmas story where a knight from the 1300s is magically transported forward in time to Christmas 2019 where he falls in love. A lot of people are saying it's rubbish. Dom thinks... What is, no, they're not. Is that the general sentiment? I'm seeing people are loving it. Right. Well, this is the disagreement. So we okay. thought we'd both watch yep. it. We've reviewed it privately. We don't yep. know each other's reviews. We've recorded that separately. We're about to hear it for the very first time. Let's see if they line up or not. Yeah. Do you reckon they will? What's your expectation? Because um, we watched it separately today. As much as I did try to coax you to come over to my place for a hot chocolate and marshmallows to yeah. watch it, you said, what did you say? You had, you had something on? Yeah, something came up. Something came up. So you stayed at your place and watched it, and I watched it at my place, so I have no idea what you thought. The first question that you answered, Dom, was what was the movie about? In a nutshell, I guess The Night Before Christmas is about a knight from the 1300s who is sent forward in time to 2019 to, to test his true mantle, I guess, as a knight. Does he have what it takes to be a real knight? And, of course, what it takes to be a real knight is falling in love, which he does in a magical way with Vanessa Hudgens' character. All right, you basically gave away the whole film there. <laughs> I just wanted a short little answer. <laughs> I loved it. I can't stop talking about it. That one's not that far away from mine. Okay. This movie featured all the classic themes. Love, Christmas, time-traveling nights. <laughs> all the biggies. <laughs> sure. But that's... Uh, that's actually you... a lot closer. Yeah. I mean, that's... I mean... I, that's not opinion-based, I guess, is it? No, That's just no. really just stating what the movie's about. So I guess they're pretty similar. So it sounded like you might have really liked it. Uh, the next question was, what was the main message of the film? Let's see what you recorded, Dom. The main message that I took out of the film was that there is nothing more noble and more brave than falling in love. And uh, that's what the knight realises when, at the end of the film, spoiler alert, he does leave the 1300s behind to live with his true love in 2019. Hmm questionable. What do you mean? Well, you think it's about true love, do you? What did you think it was about? The main message of this film was that people will watch anything that they put on Netflix. <laughs> I think that was the takeaway for me. <laughs> you... Okay. I, I'm starting to think maybe you didn't love it. It's just started to come across. Well, let's go to the last question, which was, can sure. you summarize it? Summarize the film in three words. What did you say, Dom? Magical, romantic, and classy. Classy? <laughs> yeah. Ser- you thought it was classy. The time-travelling knight. Well, yeah, because it has a lot of medieval, like, British themes in it. I thought his accent was really distinguished. So what was it? Magical? Uh, magical, romantic, and classy. Uh, what did I say? Three words to explain a night before Christmas. Total load of... Oh, damn, that's my three word. Um, <laughs> you get the picture. You can probably fill in the blanks. <laughs> Total load of Christmas joy? No, that no. wasn't what I was thinking. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Dom, it wouldn't be Christmas without a workplace cigarette Santa. That's true. And I've noticed that we've never done one before. No, well, I mean, traditionally you have made giving me gifts a bit of a joke. You like to get me something that's pretty crap and say, oh, that's not what cigarette Santa is. Well, yeah, but sometimes, like, you remember that year you gave me the advent calendar? Because, you know, I like chocolate advent calendars. But behind every window was your too old for advent calendars. Do you remember that? a special note, yeah. 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 Basically, there were wake-up calls behind every window. Um, You're welcome. Yeah, no. I assume that was two years ago. Yeah. I assume you don't get advent calendars no. anymore because you realised... No, four. They, 
I got four this year. You got four this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Plan backfired. The point is, generally... <laughs> How did it backfire? Well, because I got more than usual. <laughs> right. The point is, you are right. I, I would love to get a sincere gift from you, and maybe Secret Sand is the best way to do that. So I'm on board with doing that on the show. I reckon these are the rules. Yeah. There is a shopping center below us, a yep. supermarket. Mm. I think we say we take two songs, so about five minutes. Sure. We get five dollars yep. in five minutes. Yep. We gotta go down and get the other team member mm. a gift. Now it's you, me, producer Jack Jr. Yep. Do we read out the names, do you think? Or will we as we pull them out of this hat? Well or, no, it's not very secret if you know it's come from. Okay, Jack is it? Jr., you pull out your name. I think we do reveal. Rifling, rifling. If you pull out your own name, put it back in. Dom, yep. you open yours. Now let's all reveal the person we got. Before we go down to the supermarket. Okay. Who have you got, Jack? I've got Mr. Christmas himself. I've got Dom. <laughs> oh. Good pick. I've ended up with Zach. And I've got Jack Jr. Okay. All right. Well, we've got, we got to duck down to the supermarket then. Yes. And do anything you, you particularly want, Zach. So who has you, Dom? Uh, Jack has me. Okay. So Which, I'm just looking in the triangle. Now, what here. I'm seeing here is Zach is really annoyed because he wanted to get me because he thought that would be more fun. Because yeah. then he'd go and get me some gift that mocks me. Can It'd we do trades? Yeah. Oh, no, we're not. When You can't trade. Let's Don't. trade. Hey, what? That's do you know this is so annoying because Jack would have got me a good gift. Jack brings chocolate so into the show yours. sometimes. So now I've got Dom. That works out well. Oh. Uh, so, Dom, you get Jack. What? And Jack oh, Jr., you can get Zach. Hang on a second. <laughs> wait. Wait. So now Jack Jr. is getting you a good gift, yeah. and you get to get me a crappy gift. Yeah. That's how we're doing this, is it? Oh, woe is you. I, well, thought, well, I thought you were the spirit of Christmas, man. Yeah, I no, am. No, I thought for Jack Jr. because yeah. I knew I am going to get you a great oh. gift. <laughs> I hate this so much. Coming up next, I'm buying <sighs> a gift for Dom. If you're not in the confectionery aisle, you're doing it wrong. I'll put it that way. We have, we'll put five minutes on the clock. Yep. We'll be back with gifts in just a few minutes. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. We are doing it. Secret Santa live on air. We had five minutes and five dollars to buy each other gifts. Hmm. Look, we've been down to the supermarket no, no, downstairs. I saw you running around, Dom. I saw you in the frozen food section. What were you doing there? I saw you there as well. And you're buying for me, which worries me. Here's the chaos that happened just a couple of minutes ago on the show. We all drew each other, and I was going to get a gift from producer Jack Jr., who buys great gifts. I think I was buying one maybe for Jack. And I don't know what the scenario was there, but the point is somehow there was a swap that happened without me knowing so that Zach could buy me what I'm guessing is going to be a bad gift. Let's start with Dom to Jack okay. Jr. You all pass a right. uh, gift over. Now, so, you pride yourself on gift wrapping. It's wrapped in paper towels. I couldn't find wrapping paper. And, and what I mean by wrapped, I mean just like it's just wrapped around it, not It does look all. like this could be like a dog spider poo. or dog poo. Yeah, I was thinking a spider you'd squashed or something. Uh, it was a $5 limit. Jack, I really hope you enjoy this gift. I saw it and I thought exactly of you. Well, thank you. Thank you, Dom. Um, so uh, what tell is us it? what oh, you such intricate wrapping. Is so, it? it looks uh, like a, a cheap mummy at a, a kid's <laughs> party. <laughs> this is a lot to waste, Dom. I won't lie in terms of wrapping. Well, who says I'm going to waste it? He's going to reuse it. Mop okay, up my tears okay, afterwards. Okay, here we go, here we go. Oh, well, that's fantastic. Well, yeah. what, hang on, what's going it's on here? It's one of the most prized things no, 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 but of ever. It's a caramel like it's, it's a block of caramel. Let's move on to the next gift. It's half. Hang on. There's a bit missing in it, though. <laughs> it's not, well... Where's the other half of that chocolate, Don? Uh, well, we went and got him a few minutes ago, and I was... Saying, on, did you honestly eat it? <laughs> I honestly ate it. You ate it. Because before the show, Jack Jr. gave you a chocolate as a gift, I know. just unrelated to this. <laughs> I know. So you ate his chocolate. They're in front of you now. They're little I, smarties. I can't be left with caramel. You had that in half a block of chocolate. 
Yeah, and I'm just getting started. Okay. I'm sorry. That's guys. a good six rows. Also, <laughs> it was a $5 limit. Yeah. Half a block of chocolate. It was $4.50, that block of chocolate. Yeah, but Thank you're you. only giving him half. <laughs> Probably three fifty. Two twenty five. <laughs> if you look at the eBay um, listings when caramel milk was yeah. off the shelves, that'd be hundreds. Yeah, I don't think they're selling half opened <laughs> blocks. Well, look, I got hungry. Anyway, Jack I'm sorry. Jr. Swing yours over here. <laughs> here you are, Zach. Jack Jr., our producer, was buying for me now. It comes in a $2 Coles oh. bag. Is that a part of the present? No, I, I take the bag back. Okay. Did I you got purchase a... that tonight, though? It's got a tag on yep. it. Okay. I did feel like Jack would buy the best oh, gift look here. look at this. Look at this. What have we got? Mwah. <laughs> He's got garden gloves. See? Look at this. This is why. I could wear these on the show. This is why I wanted Jack to be gifting for me, because I knew yeah. he'd get me something good. He got a good one. I mean, you can use those gardening gloves. You paid more than five bucks for these. Jack. No, surprisingly. They were five bucks. Thank goodness. <laughs> because I already felt bad making you buy us a gift of $5. <laughs> Are they a good fit? They're I mean, they fit. suit you. I could do the rest of the show with them. I the don't... summer of gardening. I don't know, actually, to be honest, if I can use a mouse. Mm. With Yes, no, I can. You can that okay, I'm going to try to give you a sound effect to indicate how I feel. Let's see if they work. Yes. Oh, beautiful. I have the dexterity to hit oh, the button. That's a good gift. Jack, did anything else cross your mind for Zach? Because I, I did see while I was walking around, I saw a, a plate with minions on it. That's pretty good. Which I did think of for you. $4. Oh, that's thought, really good. thought you love a minion, don't I you? I like the gloves. So yeah. Good. Thank you, Jack. All right. What, what else have you got for me here? Well, the last gift, I thought, yeah. in the whole of the supermarket, what could I get that really summarizes Dom? Mm. What he could use to the best of his ability. And I always look for gifts that will actually get used. I don't want one that's just going to sit in the shelf sure. and is never going to look at it. So with that in mind, I'm passing my gift over. You just open this up and tell <laughs> yeah. everyone what you got. I can see it through the wrapping. You've got me a box of um, farting stop tablets called (laughs) D-Gas. Relieves the stomach wind, bloating and gas. And you think you're being funny, but I use these and they're good. I know you would have. They were a little bit, it was a little bit above the budget, but I I was feeling generous. This is really good for my bloating. So this is, um, this is seriously a really helpful gift because I ran out there last week. you actually think it's a gift for you. It's actually a gift for Jack Jr. and I. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Lost the plot. You're crazy. Zach, I do love the Hallmark Christmas movies. These are the cheesy, low production value sort of films. They make a heap of them every year. They don't always have the best acting, best writing, but I love them. They're you Christmas-y. may not have heard of them because we don't really get them that much in Australia. Not they're often. not on any of the TV shows. I don't think they're on any of the streaming services. Well, is YouTube a streaming service? <laughs> a lot is. of them are free on YouTube. Well, I will say this, though. Sometimes they do they air them in the daytime on free-to-air, oh, multi, the digital multi-channels. Uh, but the other place that you might know these from is ultimately these, you know, these new Netflix Christmas movies? We've been talking about that up before Christmas yeah. and stuff. This is the same genre that sort of started all that. Really? Those, yeah. Chris, those Netflix ones are higher quality, though, aren't oh, they? Oh, much higher quality, but similarly unbelievable storylines. Okay. What do we got? And plots that wrap up badly. So, uh, look, here's the thing, Zach. I love them. You think they're predictable. To see if that's true, I'm going to give you the title of one of these films. See if you can tell me what happens in the film. I don't think this one's actually a Hallmark one that I'm giving you tonight, but it's in the same vein of low-budget Christmas movie. What do we got? Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Can you tell okay, me? Well, that explains it, doesn't it? <laughs> well, I mean, tell me what I you mean, think what happens do, in that film. What do I have to explain? Yeah. The title says everything. Yeah. It even gives what happens in the end, by the way. <laughs> well, it's not Santa versus the Martians. No. It's Santa conquers the Martians. Okay, so what do you, what, tell me about what you think that film is. Well, on, I haven't finished this one, by the way. This is the one I could only make it halfway through. On Christmas Eve, while yeah. Santa's delivering mm. all the presents, 
it's on the same night that there's a Martian invasion. <laughs> yep. And as they're flying in, <laughs> they're flying next to each other. They go, hey, what, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? They don't get along. Yeah. They have a bit of a fight. Well, would they fight? Yeah, if it's not Hallmark, they might fight. <laughs> and Santa wins, uh, possibly enlisting the help of the elves, an elf army. So Santa saves Christmas for the for Earth. For Earth? Yeah. Uh, I think probably incorporates the Martians, teaches them about Christmas, and they go back to Mars mm. and they celebrate Christmas there. You're actually pretty close. So this is the plot to Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. A society of Martians worry that they're too focused on logic and efficiency and that their kids don't have the freedom and fun that kids on Earth have. They see that what Santa Claus does for the kids on Earth is necessary, so they decide to kidnap Santa. So this is how the film starts, with the Martians deciding to kidnap Santa Claus. Have you seen this? Uh, I've seen half of it. Are the Martians just humans? No, the Martians are pretty... Have you seen, like, old-era Doctor Who? No. Like, if you've ever seen 1960... seen new-era Doctor Who? <laughs> if you've ever seen the monsters from old Doctor Who, it's like that sort Is of thing. Is it just vibe. a human with, like, painted green skin? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Um, so the, the Martians struggle to find the real Santa amidst all the fake shopping centre Santas, but when they finally do, one of the Martian elders tries to kill Santa, worrying that he might corrupt Martian society. So it's a bit heavy yeah. at times in this particular one. A bit dark. Ultimately, though, Santa survives that and appoints a new Martian to be Santa for all of the Martians before happily heading back to Earth. <laughs> I feel his duty here. Santa appoints a Martian Santa. Yeah. A Martian. He's yes. franchising to the other planets. <laughs> well, that's pretty much it. Essentially, in the film, what happens is one of the Martians has, you can see, a clear Christmas spirit. Mm. And Santa says, I don't have the time to do Earth and Mars in one night. No. But, I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. That's realistic. But you can do it for the Martians. Yeah. So Mars gets their own Santa. And Santa seemingly forgives and forgets the kidnapping and attempted murder mm. and happily returns to Earth to go about Christmas. So, look, so, that's, that one, I think that's from, like, the late 1960s. So oh. that's, it's a bit of an older one, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. That was a deep dive for you finding that one. How yeah. did you find that? Uh, it was on YouTube. I don't know if it's still on YouTube. And what, do you just search Christmas movies each year and make <laughs> a playlist? <laughs> no, I, I think I found a listicle of, like, the 15 Christmas movies you have to watch a few years ago. Yeah. And that one was on it. Yeah. I didn't make it all the way through, that's, though. I skipped Guys, to the end. For Dom not to be able to make it through a Christmas movie, <laughs> it must be a stinker. Yeah, it's really not good. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. It is time for the Christmas Cracker Quiz. Mm. Most people use the questions in a Christmas Cracker to tell jokes, not us. We use them as trivia. That's right. So the game is the first person to get the question right wins. Your name's your buzzer. Jack Jr., our producer, will be reading out the questions. It's one all. One all. And we've come down to a decider. Well, yes, because Tuesday night was a draw. Neither of us could get both of them Last on Tuesday. Last night, you won with my answer. Well, yeah, you spe- you theorised a bunch of answers, went with the wrong one. I took one of the other answers and won the, the jackpot. So okay, Jack. it all hinges on this. Here we go. Let's crack that cracker. What are we playing for? The winner gets the toy. What's the toy Would tonight? Can you believe it? Yeah. It's another sticker. Okay. Wow. <laughs> well, I've already got two stickers from last night. I could add to my what sticker do you have? collection. What other stickers? I have a Santa and a penguin. What's this sticker? A snowman. Oh, well, it's oh, the trilogy. The collection. The three-peat. All right. Here we go. Final Christmas cracker quiz. What do you call an elephant that flies? Zach. Oh, you're too quick on that, I reckon. Uh... I was going to say Dumbo, but that's not going to be... That's not a joke. Is it Dumbo? No. Oh, a Dumbo jet. No, you, I'm sorry. You've already given an answer. Oh, isn't that a Dumbo jet? Isn't it that? 
It's not a Dumbo jet. <laughs> That's, I mean, That's you're pretty the, good. You might have written a better joke there. Interesting that I see that Jack Jr. is signifying go on, go on, as if you're close to the mark. Okay, well, again, you're benefiting <laughs> from my answer. What are you going to say, Doc? Uh, I actually don't have an answer, so we'll call that a forfeit, What's and we'll that? do another what, one. What was the answer? A jumbo jet. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's not even a joke. <laughs> Okay, that's a big. jumbo jet makes way more sense. Because elephants are big, I guess, is the... Yeah, uh, but they call them jumbo jets. That's their actual name. <laughs> that might have been a misprint. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, we have yeah. a new cracker a, a decider. Here we go. I haven't actually given an answer first to one of these. All right. Okay, what we are playing is for... Is it another sticker? No, it, it seems to be a maze. Oh, that's fine. A paper maze. This is the big one. A maze and a sticker to play. Okay, what's the question? What's what's the fastest fish in the world? Hmm. Hmm. Fastest fish. Zach. Yeah. Something to do with fish fingers, I reckon. (laughs) See, I'm letting you go first. That's Why do my I say my name? Now. I should just speculate before I say that's my name. That's what I'm saying. And I let you go first because what I let, what I do is kind of like a group assignment at uni. Yeah. I let you do the work. You know I'll what I reckon credit. it is? Uh, nuclear fission. <laughs> you really think the answer is nuclear fission? <laughs> Surprisingly not. Oh, gosh. We're going to keep going until this box is out of what are you crackers. The fastest fish in the world. Um, is it a frying fish? No. Is it whichever fish I'm trying to catch? No. What Damn is it. it? A motor pike. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right, get, get another that. cracker. Another cracker. We go on till we get one. Seriously, there's like three left in the box. We're not finishing till we've done this. Right, let's get it out, Jack. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Don't know what you're playing for. It's all right. It's flown across the room as often does at Christmas lunch. That's it. It's in Auntie Jenny's what, salad. What did the coral do on January 1st? It's something to do with a New Year's resolution. But I was going to say bleach, but I think that's what's happening bit... at the Great Barrier Reef uh, in an environmental disaster. Yeah, it would be a play on reef, I reckon. Yeah. A New Year's reef-illusion. A new that's pretty bad. Seas, a new seas resolution. On January 1st. Ocean. Turn over a new leaf. No, that doesn't make sense. Turn over a new reef. Oh, oh, no! 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 <laughs> That is so annoying, just like I benefited from no, your answer the other no, night. because you didn't get me the... I gave you the spin. Yeah, you did, actually. You just gave me the launching pad. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Usually at this time, I'd mm. say that's all the time we have for the show tonight. A little bit of a variation this time. Yeah. That's all the time we have for the show. Collective Noun late nights won't be back next year. No. We're moving on to other things. We will not be doing the late night slot. We've done it for three years, so we just wanted to thank you guys for listening, for participating. Mm. It's been a pleasure keeping you company. It has been uh, the job of a lifetime, Zach. I mean, I'm going to miss the Uber Eats, the butter chicken company, the Indian restaurant here is going to probably suffer in their, their, I guess, income as this happens. But it's not the end of Collective Now. Make sure you do follow all the Collective Now social media channels. I know you wanted to... Hmm. Say a few goodbyes, Dom. Well, one or two. Um, obviously, Zach, uh, to Jenny, um, who's called the show all mm. the time. Jenny has made, warmed our hearts so yeah, often queen. here. Jenny, um, thank you very much, and we hope you enjoy the new late night offerings here at the radio station next year. Uh, but also to anyone who's ever listened to the show. Sorry, the, 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 
What are you doing? Sorry, Dominic. Are you shaking up? <laughs> Can you please turn the high-pitched effect off me? I think that's just in your headphones. Continue. Please turn it off. This is a serious moment, and I really wanted to. I wanted to thank my family, and I <laughs> This is really the goodbye you're giving me. After three years of putting up with your crap, this I don't even get the chance to say goodbye in a normal yes, pitch. Yes, you do. You get, a, you get as much in, chance as anyone. Who do you want to say goodbye no, to? No, because what's going to happen is I hope that maybe in of decades' time, I play my final and a bit on the radio on the late night show to my grandchildren, and now I can't do this. Yes, you can. Not unless I have some helium before I talk to the grandkids. Dom did tell me during that last song yeah. that he was going to listen to this last break back for the years to come. Please take the picture. No, no. Just Please who, take you, it off. You wanted to thank your family. Was there anyone else? Well, it doesn't seem appropriate in this voice to go through it all is. the people who helped me. Go through your plan. Go through your plan. I just wanted to say to anybody who's ever listened to the show, maybe the podcast, called up, whatever it might be, Every bit of it has been enormously appreciated, and uh, it's meant everything to me. And I love you all, essentially. I mean, it, this was meant to be really warm and genuine and sentimental, and yeah. instead, yeah. instead, now it sounds like I'm doing a bit. No, but, no, mate. I think everyone understood how serious it was. It's, it's a good thing I'm not sobbing, because imagine me sobbing in this. Like, <laughs> That would be sad, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, one last thing I wanted to ask you, Zach. Yeah. Before, and can we take the picture off now? Come on. Come on, let's be serious. Take the picture off. Jack, don't look at Zach for your cue. Take the picture off. Just one last thing uh, before... For, yeah, you take it. There we go. Uh, one last no. thing before we do wrap up the late night show for good here, yeah. Zach. For three years, I have been trying to get you to call me a friend. Mm-hmm. You've, you've liked the word colleague, acquaintance, all those sorts of things. Mm. As we wrap up, I just wanted to say it's a pleasure doing this show with my friend, hmm. and now I wait your response. Well, Dom, hmm. in response to you, I would say, I would also say it's been a pleasure hmm. doing this show with a friend. Oh, thank you. And Jack Jr. is a good friend of mine, <laughs> our producer. <laughs> thank you so and it's much. been nice that you've come along as well, uh, Dom. <laughs> some parts of this I'm not going to miss. <laughs> hey, guys, thank you so much for listening over the last couple of years. We are going to be doing new stuff in 2020, so keep up to date on Collective Down's Instagram and Facebook Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and we'll see you in 2020. Bye! That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy. Every single one of us can have a life of greatness. Join me, Sarah Grimberg, as the world's most inspiring minds explain how. Listen for free to a life of greatness at podcastone.com.au or search Apple Podcasts. Podcast One.